Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Hello, and welcome to the show. Do you find yourself reacting to things strongly and wonder, how did I get here? You've heard of being triggered. You've heard of what that is. You think maybe you're triggered, but you're not quite sure. You think maybe it's the other person or maybe it's the situation, but then you're struggling with your choices and your behavior. In this episode, you will learn how to identify when you get triggered, what they are, or when you're emotionally heightened from people and situations. You'll gain an ability to be more self-aware and to know what to do in these situations. God has a plan for your life and he wants you to be free and he wants you to have a plan. To get there, we need to let God come in and show us what we don't see, what we're thinking, what goes on with our body, what we need, and what's showing up with our emotions. The title of today's episode is Triggers, Self-Awareness, and Emotions. Oh my. Last week's episode on Monday, I did a deep dive of John 15 for our mental health. The Lord has words directly for you from him, and it's more simple than we make it. And on Thursday, I had an emotional eating coach, Gabrielle J. Sherry, on how we can listen to the needs of our body instead of fueling an emotional need. These, this is a really great segue into today's episode about triggers that we have from emotional needs. So let's pray. Holy Spirit, I welcome you right now into this episode. We ask for your presence. I ask for you to be with the listeners. Holy Spirit, come. We surrender our lives to you, God. We repent for our sins. We know that we have fallen short. And we give them to you, God. We give you everything. We just put it all at the foot of the cross. We give you our concerns, our worries, our stress, our baggage, the things we know and the things we don't know. You know, but we're asking for you to take it. Take our baggage. Take our stress. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for coming and being our Savior. And as you take it, as you forgive us, Lord, for repentance, we say thank you. Thank you for the power of the blood. Thank you for forgiveness. And we ask that you come and you fill us. Fill us afresh. Fill us anew with your truth, with your love, with your peace, with your joy. Give us clarity on our life, on our family, the decisions we need to make or not make. We ask that you come and help us to just be little kids sitting at your feet, that our identity is in you. And in this episode, we ask God that you increase our self-awareness and our ability to recognize when we are triggered with other people. Thank you for being patient with us, but we ask for your grace for us to move from where we have been to where we never think that we could be. Move us beyond where we've been in our flesh and into the place of the spirit where we can operate from heaven to earth. Just like you say in the Lord's Prayer, on earth as it is in heaven. In the mighty name of Jesus, 
Amen. So what does it actually mean to be triggered? You've maybe heard people say that, and you hear, I was triggered by the preacher, or that person talked and they and they triggered me. Well, I have done it myself where I have actually said trigger warning on a post that I've done on social media because I know that someone reading it could get triggered by the sensitive topics discussed. In the episode last Thursday with the emotional eating, there was a trigger warning at the end of the episode and I talked about eating disorders because talking about eating issues can trigger people who really do have an eating disorder. You can move from, I struggle with emotional eating and not even recognize that you actually have an eating disorder because you're ignoring those triggers. And so in this episode, when we talk about triggers, as you're hearing this and as you're listening, and if you are getting really heightened, that's a sign for you to listen really closely to what's going on with you. You might have something that needs to get healed where you need to take more time outside of just listening to this podcast episode. Don't see it as a bad thing. Use it as a cue that the Lord is showing you, okay, I need to get some help on this. Triggered means that we have an experience of an emotional reaction to something or someone. Being uncomfortable is very different. That's not the same thing. And that is not what this episode about. Being triggered is different. It's usually almost always connected to something in our past, a lie that we're believing from a previous experience or event, or something that we're making up in our head. From triggers that we're not aware of, we can actually develop PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder, anxiety disorders, eating disorders, and addictions, especially substance abuse disorders. Researcher and social worker Brene Brown says that we are the most addicted, medicated, food and weight obsessed, debt burden adults in history. You know, I've heard preachers talk about how they can't stand when people say, I wouldn't want to raise children born in this world right now. And what he said was that it's always been said. Like throughout history, we have people that are always saying this. We will have people who aren't happy with where they're at in the world and they'll think it's going to end soon and we're in this bad place. But what if we turn to God and we see what he has to say, that there is hope for us? How can we truly access the word of God and where we're at if we stay stuck looking at what's not right? What isn't going well? I can't stand this person. I'm going to boycott this group. I'm going to boycott this person. I'm going to stop talking to this person because I think they're crazy. In every season, there are going to be people who were shocked and offended at how the world has turned out. It's going to happen. Isn't that what the Bible said? In John 16, 33, Jesus said, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation, but take I have overcome the world. As Christians, we really should look different from other people. There should be something different about us so that people see us and they want to know more. They see how we're honestly joyful and free. We're not stressed. We're not faking it. Yeah, we're going to have moments where we struggle. That's okay. That's part of it. That's why I'm doing this episode. But we can get through these moments. Like for me personally, if my five-year-old son is having a complete meltdown, how do I respond? I don't respond based on how other people will think. I respond based on how I want to parent my son and how I want to show my son the love of the father. It's not like we won't have tribulation. Remember, I just said, Jesus said that we will have this, but how we respond is what matters. And we need to do this authentically and genuinely. We need to be 
in unity with our mind and with ourself. We're not two different people in different parts of our life and different groups of friends or people. We're the same person. So our mind needs to be renewed. We need to be healed. We need to be whole. We are whole. We are renewed. And then we need to stay free. And so what this means is we've got to be able to be aware of when we do get emotionally triggered. So we can allow what John 15 says to take away the dead branches and burn them up if we need to. We need to know where we're at to even know if we're even triggered in the first place. We have to have an honest place of self-awareness. Two weeks ago, I did an episode on how to encourage difficult people. And what I got from the Lord from this was that he loves us no matter what, even when we're difficult. So there's nothing that disqualifies us from God's love. Nothing. No matter your sin, your pain, your thoughts, your urges, your behavior, nothing. He desires for you to seek him and be more like him. But he doesn't stop loving us. He doesn't stop loving you when you aren't seeking him. He's still right there. So how do we get self-awareness? How do we increase in our ability to be self-aware? Well, the first thing that I believe is that we really need to know that we're loved. It's really hard for us to dive into self-awareness and into healing if we don't even know that we're loved and if we're just in survival mode. You really just need a little bit. You don't have to be completely in this like deep love bucket, bawling in a worship set because you experience the love of God, although that does help. (laughs) You need just the basic, my mom loves me, my dad loves me, my kids love me, God loves me. You need something. You need to know and truly believe that someone does indeed love you. And if you're listening to me right now and you're not really feeling this, I want to tell you that God really, really does love you. And I love you because the Holy Spirit lives inside of me and compels me to love you. I always thought it was weird when I meet a new Christian friend and they'd say, I love you to me. But it wasn't their flesh. It was God inside of them loving me. The second thing we need to do to increase in our ability to be self-aware is we need to repent for partnering with the spirit of fence. This is really getting offended. It stops personal awareness from being able to come in. We all do this. So this is that innate response when we're aware of something that doesn't make sense to us or makes us feel very comfortable. So we want to justify whatever it is to our own comfort level. What if there's something that you need to know about yourself, but offense is stopping you from seeing it and it's hurting other people? For example, couples can really struggle with communication because each one will get offended by what the other person is saying. And so they're not actually really listening. They're just defending themselves. So they're not even hearing what the other person, they're defending themselves. And so you have this conversation with two offended people having a very unproductive conversation that's causing both of them more pain. We say, God, I confess. I repent for partnering with the spirit of offense. Thank you for forgiving me and washing us clean with your blood. Fill us up with your truth. And number three for being more self-aware is you want to see yourself as an outsider so you can really truly see what's going on. When you have too many emotions, too many beliefs about yourself, you can kind of get super intense and you'd want to get in that place of defending yourself. So it stops that self-awareness from coming in and growing. So try to see yourself as an outside person looking in. And if you're not able to do that, the last one is, Get outside counsel to let you know. Genuinely ask someone else for feedback. How am I doing? What do I need to improve on? What am I doing well? How do you experience me as a friend or as a partner or as 
a coworker. Really get that honest feedback. After we have self-awareness, how do we then recognize when we're triggered by something or someone emotionally? Well, James 1.17 says that every good and perfect gift is from above, comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. So it means that if you're thinking about something that's not good and perfect and from above, you could have gotten triggered. Do you notice a sick feeling in your stomach or your chest? Is your heart beating fast? Do you feel frozen from making a choice? Do you all of a sudden feel unworthy, unloved, not good enough, or less than? You kind of go into the sinking feeling. If you are thinking something neutral or factual, like my dog threw up, this is something that really could just be good or nothing. There's not really much to it. Your dog threw up, you assess the situation factually, clean it up, move on with your day. However, if it triggers you and you start to scream and you yell at your dog in the room and you then need to learn, okay, what actually triggered me? What was actually going on so that you can get yourself aligned back to the Lord's foundation as a child of God? Often triggers can lead us to then take action to make the triggers go away. In Brene's book, Daring Greatly, she identifies three typical responses to triggers and there's various behaviors within them. So there's perfectionism, foreboding joy, and numbing. Perfectionism is based on what people think. Healthy striving is internally motivated by the power of the Holy Spirit. So we want to go towards healthy striving, not perfectionism. This is all based on shame. Foreboding joy is when we lose our tolerance for vulnerability and our joy becomes foreboding. And the antidote to this, the opposite of this, is gratitude. And thankfulness. So thank you, Lord, for my house. Thank you, Lord, for my dog. Thank you, Lord, for my spouse. Whatever it is that we need to do, we focus on that gratitude and that thankfulness. And the last one I'd say this is probably the most common one is numbing. All right. The opposite of this is comfort. Some of us numb to the point of addiction. So we numb with alcohol, drugs, porn, work, gossip, and many other things. And we really numb with things that we have made idols instead of the Lord. If you want to hear more about this, about this armor, go back to episode 39. It's called Walls and Armor We Put Between Ourselves and Others. But I'm not going into this in this episode. I want you to be able to be aware of these armors as a cue that you got triggered. Okay, so that's what this armor is. Go back to the episode if you want to find out more. So what do we do then about triggers? Well, there's four different things. We need to know, okay, what is it that you need? What is it that you're feeling? What is it that you're thinking? And what is it that's going on in your body? Okay, so it's our body, our thoughts, our emotions, and our needs. These are the four things that we need to be able to identify to be able to get at the triggers that we have. So the first one is, what do you need? In the last episode on emotional eating, Coach Gabrielle said that we need to ask ourselves, what do we need when we have an urge to want to emotionally eat? This is why self-awareness is key. If we don't have the self-awareness, we just all of a sudden whoop, go into emotional eating, chomp, chomp, chomp. We don't even know what we're doing. We're just all of a sudden finding ourselves eating and we're like, how did I get here? <laughs> so we're just in this like stuck spot of not having an awareness of it. And so the self-awareness is key so we can recognize and slow down. Oh, okay. I actually have a need. All right. So what are these needs? This is where we have to get vulnerable. Okay. A lot of times we step into a trigger. We experience a trigger because there's a need. Like I want to be seen. 
I want to be heard. I need to be validated. I want to be loved. I personally have felt invalidated in conversations with people. And then I can go into a hole of believing I'm not loved. I'm not worthy. I'm not valued. And then what this does is this cause an urge for me. Okay. My armor is I will actually want to go numb with sugar. I'll find myself searching for sugar and thinking, how can I get sugar? (laughs) Where is sugar? And then I stop and I'm like, wait, what am I doing? Do I actually need this? The answer is no. I know in my mind that sugar is not going to satisfy what I truly need, but in the moment, that's what this automatic response is because I'm feeling triggered. So I need to listen to what I need. I need to be heard in that moment and I need to be validated. The first person I need to admit this with is myself. It's okay to have these needs. It's being human. Don't go into this, I need to be tough, I don't have these needs. Because if you do that, you're pushing away your identity and you'll continue to hide and emotions will just bubble up and get worse. Again, recognize any actions that you're taking because of the triggers, like perfectionism, foreboding joy, or the most common with numbing. Are you resorting to numbing behaviors? If so, back up to recognize what is it that you need. Number two is what are you feeling? For me, when I feel invalidated, I hear the words or the thoughts, I'm not worthy, and then I will feel sad and shame. I've allowed the sadness and shame to then move into depression. So it may start out with, I feel sad. And then when we let it fester and we don't bring it to the Lord, it can move in depression. I've done this. I have experienced a sense of hopelessness which then brought me to not be motivated into the action towards God and then I'd isolate and keep to myself. I am an extrovert, so I need to be engaged in people and community. So what are you feeling? Are you feeling sad, angry, frustrated, hurt, disappointed? Find a feeling wheel online and identify what exactly you're feeling and validate yourself. Allow the Lord into these feelings. It is okay to have them. There's nothing wrong with feelings. Jesus had feelings. Even if you're so angry with someone that you can't stand them, that's okay too. A key to healing is really truly being honest with where you're at and not run from your feelings. Get to know them. They just are. Feelings are feelings. What we do with them is a different story. But right now we're just identifying the feelings. So the third one is what are your thoughts? Okay, so a lot of times thoughts can turn it, they can be a lie. If it is a lie, we need to break it in the name of Jesus. We need to tell the enemy to get out, repent to the Lord for partnering with it, and ask the Holy Spirit to come in and fill you with his truth. Here are some common thoughts that are lies when we get triggered. I'm not loved. I'm not good enough. I'm a failure. I can't do anything right. I'm not smart enough. Whatever it is, I'm not enough. I am not okay. See, we often don't even know that we're thinking these lies because we just believe they're true. I've had so many people say to me, well, that is who I am. I am not loved. And they're completely convinced. That is not true. Remember that every good and perfect gift is from above. And also Philippians 4, 8 says, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, just, pure, lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on such things. So we are to focus on and think on 
things that are true, noble, just, pure, lovely, good report, and virtuous and praiseworthy. So if it's I'm not loved, we are not to be focusing on that or meditating on it. The old has passed. You are now a new person. Every second, every day, every little experience and moment that may possibly trigger you has an opportunity for you to be renewed, to be made like God. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. You are a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Some other common lies are things that we make up about other people. Like, they don't like me. They don't think I did a good job. You know, they're not including me or I'm not good enough. Or we might start to make ourselves sick by imagining conversations that may or may not happen. Or we replay in our head conversations that did happen and we make up things from those conversations. This is a waste of time and it really just hurts ourselves. It's very common though and a very hard practice to break and one that we're often not even aware that we're doing. So I pray that the Holy Spirit illuminates when you do this. I think some of you listening to me are almost like you're hearing me from an outsider and you're like, yeah, I know what you're saying, Heidi. I know that's true, but you're still stuck in this imagining of conversations and the what ifs, and you don't know how to break it. If that's you, I want you to talk to someone about it. Get some help. Get an outside person to actually hear what you're saying and have them give you some feedback. It's not worth staying stuck in that place. I've had people say things like, I think she doesn't like my work. So you kind of think this. And then they literally go on with their day believing that that's truth. And so then the next time they see this person that they believe doesn't like them, they have this skeptical look on their face because they think this person is now out to get them because they didn't like my work to they don't like me to now they're out to get me. And so it's just the spiral of these thoughts when there's nothing actually going on. I've actually gotten in trouble with this myself in the past, big time, where people have really been hurt by me making assumptions based on a maybe conversation that I've had with someone else that I made up truth that was not even really there. Even if it was true, I think sometimes will people even get caught up with truth. We often don't need to stir up drama where there isn't a need for that to be stirred up. People most often just need prayer and encouragement, not us pointing out drama or gossip. 2 Corinthians 10.5 says that we're to cast down arguments in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And so I pray that you're able to do that with your thoughts, that you bring them to the Lord and ask him to illuminate what is a lie, what is something I don't need to spend my time thinking. Number four is, What do you feel in your body? Another place of recognition that we need to pay attention to with triggers is our body. This is especially important to know if there's actually trauma that needs to get healed. So a really, really tough, strong memory that's still staying stuck and there's just the repetition. Anytime you get triggered over and over and over again. A trigger really should be something that gives us light to be able to bring it to the Lord and get it healed right there. If it's something that's constantly happening, that there's a more rooted, deeper issue that needs healing. Don't ignore it. Is there discomfort in your body? This often can go along with shame. Notice what is showing up in your stomach or your chest. Your heart's beating fast. Maybe your fists are getting hot and sweaty and cleansed. Just notice what's showing up in your body. Just be curious about it. So how can we get triggered last? 
I got just a couple things here. One is that we can move towards seeing things factually. Don't judge or analyze. I think we do too much analyzing. We tend to see many things through the filter of our thoughts and our beliefs. What if some things just are? They're just factual. We don't have to comment or respond to every single little thing that comes our way. This includes our kids' behaviors. Sometimes we have to pick and choose what we pay attention to and what we nitpick at and what we, what we say. And then the next thing is fight with the word of God. Find verses that work for you at this time. So it's going to change. Like three months from now, there may have been a verse that was what you needed. Right now, you have a different verse. Ask the Holy Spirit for a word to fight with. Bind up the lies, cast them out, and declare the truth. So Holy Spirit, I thank you for this episode. I thank you for revealing to us, to the listeners, that they are able to be more self-aware. I thank you, Lord, that you're increasing their ability to be self-aware in all situations. I thank you, Lord, for helping the listeners to know what they need, to know what they're thinking, where the lies are showing up, what they feel in their body, and the emotions that are showing up. Help the listeners not to be consumed by things that have never been or never will be but that we will think on things from above. Again, 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So I thank you, Lord, that the listeners are new. They are a new creation. So right now, in the name of Jesus, I break all lies. I break the lies that you are not worthy, you are not loved, you're not good enough, you're a failure that you need to do more, I break them all right now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, come and fill the listeners with your truth, with your power, with your presence. Overflow them with your goodness right now and illuminate for them all the things that we talked about in this episode that they will increase their ability to be able to recognize when they do get triggered and that they shift their focus on you, God, that we focus on you, They're not striving. You're not trying to be stressed out about focusing on you, but really just resting, that we're able to just rest and be your children, sitting at your feet as little kids. I pray right now for the listeners to cast down every argument and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, that they will bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. I thank you, Lord, that you are renewing our minds. Thank you, Lord, for making us just like you. Thank you for taking away painful triggers and helping to break down the lies that we don't need to be there at all. Thank you for helping us to be factual, non-judgmental about ourselves and others. We let you be the judge, God. We are here to love your people and ourselves. We love the me that you made us to be. We thank you for making us the way that we are. We love you, God, and we love who we are. Help us to continue to grow in self-awareness and to renew our minds to be like you. Thank you for the power of the cross and that we need you. We thank you for the power of the blood that you shed for us. Thank you for being with us this week for your peace, for your joy, for your love overflowing. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. 
If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.